1: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
0: $45 upfront for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at
2: mintmobile.com. This morning, worship is busted. Dozens face hefty fines for breaching lockdown orders in Melbourne. Reopening Australia's borders, international vaccine passports could be rolled out within weeks. COVID Freedom Plan, a live concert series spearheaded by ARIA award winners coming to New South Wales. And Murder Charges, a woman found dead in a Brisbane home almost 15 years since another tragedy occurred there.
1: This is 7 News
3: with Jodie Spears.
2: Good morning. Up to 100 worshippers at a Melbourne synagogue will cop hefty fines for breaching lockdown orders to mark the Jewish New Year. There was a tense standoff between the crowd and police last night. A cameraman is recovering in hospital after being struck in the head. Tip-offs led police to the illegal gathering. Faithful, caught flouting the rules, can expect to pay up to $5,500 each in fines. State premiers have come out swinging, demanding their fair share of the Pfizer vaccine. Extra doses were allocated to COVID-ravaged New South Wales and supplies were diverted. States who gave up jabs to help claim they've been shortchanged.
4: I signed up to a national plan to vaccinate our nation, not a national plan to vaccinate Sydney.
2: Don't pick a fight when another state is getting more vaccines.
3: We'd like our share of Pfizer now in Western Australia.
2: The federal government says New South Wales did get more doses, but it was no secret, and additional doses for the other states are on the way. The New South Wales Premier is determined to push ahead and relax restrictions in October, despite dire COVID predictions. Cases are expected to peak next week, putting serious pressure on ICUs, but Gladys Berejiklian is forging ahead to open up. Our indication is that everybody who has 70% double vaccination enjoys the benefits of being fully vaccinated. Without lockdown and high vaccination rates, the Bernier Institute says there would have been an extra 5,000 deaths between June and December in Sydney hotspots. The live music and hospitality industry are getting a reboot in New South Wales with a series of live gigs planned post-lockdown. Amy Shark, Jessica Mowboy and Jimmy Barnes will headline the Great Southern Nights concert series announced for March and April. COVID-safe performances will take place in music venues, pubs, bars, clubs and wineries to kick-start live music and give the sector a much-needed boost. Queensland's vaccine race is speeding up with a mass hub opening today. Brisbane's newest clinic will open at Boondall this morning where 200 police officers will get the jab.
5: So if you're on the north side of Brisbane, this is the place for you to
2: come. Eventually we are going
4: to see cases spread that we won't be able to manage
2: unless we're vaccinated. The clinic will vaccinate 1,500 people a day and increase to 3,000 next week for bookings only. Queensland soldiers sent to Afghanistan are waiting for the state to approve a hotel quarantine exemption. About 40 troops involved in the Kabul rescue mission are currently in Dubai. Queensland's health minister says the government will grant any request from ADF personnel to quarantine in their own bubble. But final approval hasn't been granted yet, with the government and ADF working on a special exemption. Vaccine passports allowing Australians to travel overseas could be made available within weeks. Let's go live now to political reporter Taylor Aiken. Good morning, Taylor. How long do we have to wait until international holidays? Jodie, we could be jetting overseas
4: by the end of the year with Prime Minister Scott Morrison sticking to the national reopening plan of easing international borders once we hit 80% vaccination target. Reports this morning suggest work is underway to implement an international vaccine passport linked to passport chips to allow exit and entry from Australia through border officials, while a separate plan to put, put to Federal Cabinet in late July for Australians to be able Able to show proof of vaccination through a QR code. Where we will be able to travel, though, is still up for discussion. With the government looking to implement travel bubbles with other highly vaccinated countries. Prime Minister Scott Morrison has also backed plans for home quarantine, saying it is the key to opening the country. A trial of home quarantine is currently underway in South Australia, with the Prime Minister set to write to state and territory leaders seeking a time. about when they could introduce quarantine at home. The government also looking at the prospect of shortening the quarantine period, shortening it by to about a week from that 14-day quarantine period for those people who have been fully vaccinated. Jodie?
2: okay, Taylor, thank you. A man previously linked to three mysterious deaths has been charged with the murder of his girlfriend. Police allege Angela Silk was fatally stabbed at 43-year-old Alexander Osarchi's Brisbane home on Monday. It comes almost 15 years to the day after teenager Leanne Thompson was found dead at the same property. The two events are not linked. Osarchi was also connected to two other deaths, one ruled as a suicide and the other a drug overdose. Investigations determined Osarchi's... Archie was not responsible for any of the three previous deaths. The scene of so much joy is now one of real COVID concern and could be a super spreader threat. Everyone involved in the search for autistic toddler AJ Elphalak in the New South Wales Hunter is being asked to take a test and isolate. Two confirmed cases went to a monastery in Putty where many of AJ's family went to pray during the ordeal. William Tyrrell's foster parents have shut down claims police have identified a new suspect in the boy's disappearance. The couple, who cannot be identified, blasted the claims as fake news, saying once again we are forced to watch others objectify William for personal gain. The inquest into William's disappearance and presumed death will resume when COVID restrictions allow. Singer Guy Sebastian has apologised after taking part in a national vaccination campaign along with other big names in the entertainment industry. After a link to the ad appeared on his social media without his permission, the voice judge posted an emotional video clarifying his stance.
1: It is not my role to communicate in the way that that post was communicating. I would never, ever tell people what to do when it comes to their personal health choices so I just want to say I'm really sorry.
2: But the apology received backlash on social media forcing the singer to clarify again. Guy says he is pro-vaccination and is double jabbed himself. They say an apple a day keeps the doctor away, but other foods are proving helpful too. A Queensland researcher believes certain coloured fruit and vegetables can prevent asthma. The findings will soon be trialled on patients. PhD
5: student and asthma sufferer Lauren Brooke has always struggled when exercising. I can't breathe, I can't gasp. But her fruitful finding is giving her relief. I do eat a very high anthocyanin diet and I do notice a difference.
1: Anthocyanins are commonly found in fruit and vegetables.
5: They're antioxidants that target inflammation. The University of Southern Queensland students started researching a supplement using red, blue and purple foods like blueberries, beetroot and capsicum to help asthma sufferers. A lot of drugs are created from plants um, and so I've always thought that I'm sure that the same could happen for food. Researchers say one small supplement like this could give asthma sufferers the same benefits of eating 30 purple carrots or 25 strawberries. Lauren says existing asthma treatments have worrying side effects. Causes increases in your risk for a stroke. And the supplement could help reduce reliance on a puffer.
1: We'd still always have that that puffer, that reliever medication with us, just in case.
5: The supplement will be trialled on patients in January. If successful, it could be available to asthma sufferers by 2025. A two-month supply could cost about $40, affordable relief, for thousands of asthmatics.
2: Crystal Etherington, Seven News. Some famous vision of the last known Tasmanian tiger has been given a new lease on life. A French expert on colourisation has worked on the film of Benjamin, the last captive thylacine shot in Hobart in 1933. It's been released by the National Film and Sound Archive to mark Threatened Species Day. A grandfather who survived a skydiving tragedy has paid tribute to the tandem instructor who died. Both of their parachutes failed, but the 54-year-old was spared when the instructor sacrificed his own life. What are we doing?
3: <laughs> um, I don't know, maybe just going skydiving or something.
6: It was a combination of his bucket list and daughter Raya's birthday celebration, but it ended tragically. Oh. Christopher Rantoul fell 12,000 feet, but survived thanks only to his instructor, who didn't make
3: it. It still gets to me. Yeah. Yeah, that um, you know, Aaron, you know, he, he basically you know, sacrificed his life that I can live.
6: Aaron Topfer turned in the last seconds to cushion the blow.
3: I personally believe it is a miracle that I'm alive. Aaron, he's gone to, um, to release the first shoot. didn't work. And I didn't know. I'm still just loving this free-falling. You know, it was just fantastic, you know. And we're just going down and down and down, and I'm just having such a great time. I look up and I could see the strings, which I now know to be the the secondary chute, but it wasn't filling with air. And at the same time, I could see Raya above us. So it was like, oh, we're in trouble here.
6: Raya jumped first, but her plummeting dad overtook them at up to 200 kilometres an hour. They just went straight past us. I said to my instructor, like, how fast can we get down there? Both the main and reserve parachutes had failed.
3: I was just saying, you know, trust God. And um, that was basically my last memory. I don't remember the impact at all.
6: Mr Rantall spent just two weeks in hospital, a dislocated hip, his most serious injury. We're very Mm -hmm. lucky to have our dad still here with us. His instructor saved his life. His faith got him through, but he won't be jumping
2: again.
3: I don't want to put my wife through that again.
2: Tegan Dolling, 7 News. Checking finance now. The Dow Jones is falling this morning while the Nasdaq is gaining. In London, the FTSE added 38 points. Germany's DAX lost 89. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed up 256 points. Hong Kong's Hang Seng rose 190. The All Lords added 3 points. The ASX 200 gained similar ground. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,800 US dollars an ounce. Oil is trading at 68 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying just shy of 74 US cents. 81 and a half Japanese yen and dollar $1.04 New Zealand. A Melbourne council has come under fire after banning men from applying for a job in a bid to promote equality. The Darabin City Council is looking for a daytime street sweeper, but the advert stipulates you must identify as non-male. It means only those who are female or non-binary may apply for the $63,000 a year role. U.S. President Joe Biden has toured flood-damaged New Jersey to see firsthand the destruction caused by Hurricane Ida. Let's go live to U.S. correspondent David Woywood. Good morning, David. He met families hit hardest by this storm.
1: Morning, Jody. Yes, US President Joe Biden is currently on the ground in New Jersey uh, right now. Look, there's been plenty of hugs from the Commander-in-Chief today as he has consoled those hit hardest by the remnants of Hurricane Ida, a storm that has now killed at least 51 people in the northeast of the country. Look, still plenty of work to do, thousands of homes destroyed and power still out to many. Uh, But as well as comforting this community, uh, politics was at play here today. Joe Biden using this visit to to sell his infrastructure plan, a controversial $4.7 trillion worth of upgrades. But he's also using the moment to ramp up pressure on his party and opponents to do more on climate change.
4: Every part of the country, every part of the country is getting hit by extreme weather. And uh, we're now living in real time what the country's going to look like. And if we don't do something, we can't turn it back very much, but we can prevent it from
1: getting worse. President Joe Biden they're highlighting the climate crisis uh, gripping the country and of course the world and warning of more deadly storms if more isn't done uh, to work on climate change uh, climate change from both parties Jody
2: Okay, David, thank you. The Taliban has announced a caretaker government more than three weeks after taking control of Afghanistan. The government will be led by Mullah Mohammed Hassan Akund, among those appointed to the new interim cabinet, a militant who is on the FBI's most wanted list. Meantime, militants have fired gunshots into the air to disperse hundreds of people, including women, at anti Taliban protests in Kabul. France will begin its biggest ever criminal trial over the 2015 Paris terror attacks. Twenty men are accused of planning, aiding and carrying out the attacks, which killed 130 people and injured almost 500. The coordinated attacks on bars, restaurants, a stadium and concert hall were claimed by the Islamic State terror group. The trial is expected to last for nine months.
0: That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.
2: In sport, excitement is building for fans ahead of this weekend's AFL Preliminary Finals. All eyes are on Marcus Bontempelli ahead of the Bulldogs' prelim with Port Adelaide. The Footscray captain had a light session as he tries to overcome knee soreness. And the AFL has confirmed the Grand Final will start at 5.15pm in Perth, meaning a 7.15 start time on the East Coast. Paul Green has stepped down as Queensland state of origin coach after only one year in the job. The former Cowboys mentor couldn't commit long-term to the gig and still hopes to find a job in the NRL. The Storm have been hit with an injury blow. Star winger Josh Adokar won't face Manley in Friday's qualifying final after failing to overcome a hamstring injury. Cameron Munster is named to play despite his knee injury. It was far from a classic, but the Socceroos did enough to beat Vietnam in their World Cup qualifier. The Australians were lucky not to concede to a lively home side. Ryan Grant avoided giving away a penalty for handball, but made an impression at the other end of the pitch.
1: And Australia have the goal that they craved. Ryan Grant with a collector's item, is
2: first for his country. The 1-0 win is the Socceroos' 10th straight in World Cup qualifying. And Cristiano Ronaldo has joined in his first Manchester United training since his move from Juventus. The 36-year-old met his new teammates for the first time and could play his first game back at Old Trafford against Newcastle on Sunday morning. Steph Gilmore is on the cusp of becoming the most decorated female surfer of all time. Victory at the inaugural WSL finals at Lower Trestles in California would give Gilmore eight world titles, moving her past Lane Beachley.
6: It has been a huge inspiration for myself and for
2: female surf surfers all around the world. And yeah, If you're going to go by numbers and stats, then, um, then I'd have to win another one to really hold that title. Sally Fitzgibbons is hunting her maiden world title. We're flying this flag for the Aussies all the way through the year, year round, and um, let's get on board and, and cheer the Aussies home. The one-day winner-take-all event to decide the men's and women's world champions could begin as early as Friday. Taking a look at the weather around the country now. Mostly sunny in Brisbane, heading for a top of 24 degrees. Sunny and 22 in Sydney. Morning frost and fog, then mostly sunny in Canberra, 18. Mostly sunny, 20 in Melbourne. Partly cloudy in Hobart, heading for 17. Sunny and 22 degrees in Adelaide today. A late shower or two in Perth, 26 the top. And sunny and 35 degrees in Darwin. And that's seven early news for this Wednesday, the 8th of September.